Yo, what's poppin'? <laughs> what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of the Father Bucket Protocol. My man, Joseph Vesey, is back in the building. Joe, what's good, man? How are you? Joe is low-key. He's an actor now. Uh, we got Big Mike in the building with the thumbs up. And, yo, we got a special guest. We got my man, uh, my man, 50 Grand. We go back like Spider Coys and 8-Tracks. I have that up so I can read it. Uh, we got my man, Calvin Fowler, uh, director, good friend of mine. I've known Calvin, when, when did we meet? Probably like 94, 95? Definitely in the early 90s. In the, in the early 90s. That was very Hollywood of you, uh, Calvin. That, that means you don't want to put the exact year on it. Definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. early, early nineties. I think when I met circa. Calvin, uh, yeah, circa, uh, you know, Uptown Comedy Club days. Yeah. <laughs> wow, let's okay. talk about that. We we will talk about that <laughs> before before you go any further. Let me just let people know as as always. Make sure uh, you check us out. Uh, on allthingscomedy.com and, and support some of our, our other... Support Vessi's podcast, which soon will be on All Things Comedy. I'm putting it out there. We're making sure it happens. That's right, Al Magical. I'm putting you on blast, son. No, we... we uh, I spoke... He will be on there eventually. It's just there's a line of people, and so it's a process, man. But check out uh, the, the, the callback, Vessi's uh, podcast, The Callback, uh, where you can hear him... Uh, talking. Well, I'll let you sell it. Why am I selling it? Yeah. Well, that's that's nice of you though to breathe it into fruition on all yeah. things comedy. Course, yeah. That's nice. Breathe it into the universe. Hopefully, it'll happen. Um, yeah. No, the callback podcast. We just booked another legend on the podcast. Boom. Uh, next week we got. Can you can you tell yes. us who it is? Because yes. by the time this comes out, it'll probably. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, whether it be out or not, uh, it's already booked, so right. I don't see it not falling through. But uh, Tim Hurley, he's Adam. Ooh. Yeah. No Hurley. He. So. You know how often Tracy Morgan used to talk about Hurley He? Yes. Was Hurley He? But I don't Hurley, think he was there. He, was, he wasn't Morgan there when days. I was there. Uh, I think he left right before, he either left right before Tracy got there or they might have had an overlap. But I know Tracy always, he always uh, spoke very highly what, what, of Hurley He. Hurley He, right? Mm -hmm. Pronunciation, am I getting that correct? Yes. yes. Um, was he a part of the Hurley He Boy sketch? Well, that, yeah, that, I mean, I believe he wrote that. Yeah. I never know who. Because I love that skit. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely was after his name, and that was yeah. Sandler. So yeah. I would assume that's he wrote Sandler's that doing. one. It's got to be. Yeah, I'm yeah like, that's, that's early. He's like, like. But I don't know exactly which sketches he wrote because, you know, it never was, like, credited that way. But right, right, I know right, right. Some of the movies, I mean, he's written almost every, co-wrote almost every Sandler yeah. movie. Wow. And even dude, with, even with his name thing, yeah. is not on the credits, they probably rewrote it and worked on it together. Right. Like Chuck and Larry, I know, doesn't have. His name on it, but I know they rewrote the script. Right, right, a right, lot, right. So, yo, yeah. that's that's big, big things that's, are going. Big. So you hear yeah, that? We have a all things comedy. I mean, he's getting the big dudes. Well, that's what that's, I said. I was pitching it. Hey. To the, I was pitching it to a couple places the other day, and I said, "There's no other podcast got, out there that yeah. has uh, the guests that I have, and yeah. and being an asked from a point of view of a struggling comic. Yeah. Like, there's no one else. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. Marin, he's in another stratosphere now. He's right. established. So everyone else, everyone people. Are requesting to do Marin because it is is helping them. Yes, you yeah, know, Marin if, is yeah. that big now. Mine is like no one. I mean, any like aspiring yet. comic is asking all. Yet. What do you mean yet? Well, no, I, I finished your sentence, but you didn't. You didn't go there. So I was saying yours is not there, and I was saying yet. Right. You're not on the level of Mark Marin yet, but it's it's coming. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've had like Chris Rock, just had everybody, with... Gary Shandling, nice. all these guys. So. Dude, that's bangers. He had Jeez. Dean Edwards did his <laughs> podcast. Are you crazy? <laughs> this is bananas. But that's yeah, that's so. a big yo. I'm like I'm in. I'm like yo. I'm Hurley's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Because like it I said, is. I I first I I wasn't familiar uh, with Hurley as as a name until Tracy Morgan. Tracy used dude all the time and that's when I first this is like 01 and this is when uh, I first learned about IMDB.com internet movie database uh, for those that don't know and nice then I went and uh, checked for who he was I was like yo this this dude is is like Sandler's soul he's he's Adam Sandler's soulmate you know and uh, everything anything you've seen Sandler do he did it first or he did it with him you know what oh. I mean? And that's, yeah, Hurley's... A- yeah, he, he was making me damn near come in my pants when he sent me this email saying, listen, we got to be done before 1230 because me and Sandler are going to be Skyping, working on something. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I would that's pay nuts. money to watch that. Can we just address the fact that you just said he almost made me come in my pants? Yeah, Absolutely. That's 100%. Awkward. I, I ignored that. My girlfriend yeah. cannot do what Tim Hurley did to me <laughs> in that email. <laughs> There's, if, if you ask me right now, would I rather sleep with Nicki Minaj, who's like my favorite celebrity girl to sleep with, or watch Hurley and Sandler right through Skype. Right. 100 percent taking right. the Hurley wow. thing. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't That's know big. if I'm gonna go that route. That's, but I but I I'm I, saying me. I'm not I feel, you. I feel you. But me. I feel your your anguish and I'm sorry. I'd probably look, you know, I'd probably you 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 you'd watch them Skype and have a picture of Nikki <laughs> on your on your on your iPhone. I'd probably take care of myself before I Boom. got there to Boom. clear your mind. Clear my mind, clear not worry about clear it. Clear the nut, clear the mind. Yes. Whoa. Well, yeah, so hey. check out uh, You have any the upcoming <laughs> Yeah, no, the Callback Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes Boom. Hopefully, you know, on All Things Soon Comedy be All Things Comedy And we've had everybody, every kind of big yeah. comedian, writer, actor And even yeah. an acting coach, one of the biggest acting yeah. coaches was on it Louis so. C.K.? Louis so, C.K.'s acting coach <laughs> No, 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 I'm saying uh, Oh, I, have... Haven't, I have not had Louis yet I, 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 I want to have Louis well, Louis I know only he's very... follows one person on Twitter, so he's a oh, slow God. build. He yeah. follows Colin Quinn, so maybe I'll talk to Colin. I did just do, uh, though I should plug that. Though. Did you I have just... Colin Quinn on, on your show yet? I did not have Colin, but Shut I did. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> I did an article with Colin Quinn for okay. Slam Magazine. Okay. So okay. that's out now. Okay. And the latest, what did you say? For what magazine? The what? The audio for that. Oh, we do have the audio for it. We might put that out on a podcast eventually, mm-hmm. but it was just an article about basketball and comedy. Oh, Slam right Magazine. You say? write for Slam as well. I do like freelance for Slam. I was just up at Slam actually, which is kind of crazy. Oh really? Yeah, this is um, that's that's why I knew. That's why I said I'm, I'm gonna save. I didn't want y'all to meet too much because I knew y'all were gonna oh, get back. Oh. This is awesome. Ben, you know Ben Osborne. Oh yeah, yeah Ben Look Osborne. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Are you going to the uh, his, Slam his thing? thing? Yeah, I'm gonna I'll go to that. When is that? Uh, on the 18th. Oh shit! What time Wednesday, is that? Wednesday. I don't know. It's, it starts at seven. I, I got to shoot because I got three shows that night. So all right, I'm gonna go before then. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'll go before. Day. He's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, he's he's the Excellent. editor in chief, so obviously he does all yeah. my edits, my stuff, and well, yeah, I've crazy. known him for a while. It's not crazy. This this it's is crazy. the motherfucking protocol, man. Yeah. I bring synergy in this piece. <laughs> small world. You know small what I'm saying? world. I bring but actually, synergy. that's why that's why I actually learned from because sometimes we would if we were setting up for like a half hour, we start talking, then we've kind of in essence, hate to make another sexual reference, but blown our load before right. the okay. podcast. So that's why yeah. I kind of like to. Yeah, mellow that's, and kind of wait to go on. Nah, that's real. That's a that's it's another, a better better method. That's another kind of seems weird, but I think it actually no, works out better. That works out. Does uh, 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 
Lauren used to say that. I, I reference SNL a lot because I, unlike a lot of other people that might talk about it, I still hold it in high regard as one of my favorite experiences, man. And yeah. I remember Lauren used to say that, and Tracy, Tracy used to say, "Well, you know, a lot of people." Um, I was just reading an article um, on Lauren uh, yesterday, and and uh, the the journalist asked. Now there are a lot of people uh, in the past that um, that have negative things to say about SNL. And he says, I think that was more uh, the the earlier years. Uh, and if you think about it, because who in the last uh, decade really have you heard that's come out of the show that had negative things to say about the show? All that to say, uh, when um, Tracy used to say it all the time, don't peek too soon. Save it. Save it for the cameras. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And be Because... Uh, we used to run and block scenes like we would we would rehearse on Thursdays, rehearse a sketch on Thursday and or Friday. They would rehearse half on Thursday, half on Friday, and then we would run this uh, the full on uh, dress rehearsals uh, on Saturday for about an hour each sketch, and then we'd run the we'd have the dress rehearsal show at eight o'clock. And the trick was you still would you you'd want to you'd want to nail it, but there were still things. That like some like Will Ferrell might not do everything on Thursday that he would do on Saturday, you know, and, and because it was it would make it fresh for him, but also for the cast that the cast might actually break character, you might laugh, might be something just a little something extra. So you always say peak too soon. So when we first when we first got here, I knew uh, that you two would connect because uh, of Calvin's history as well as your history, which I'll get into in a second. I want to make sure people, um, you know, check me out. I'm at uh, the Hartford Funny Bone uh, right. this, this at the end of March. I'm finally there. It's been, it's, been, it's been a while. They took a long time to book a brother, but I will be at the Hartford Funny Bone March 27th through 30th, man. So um, if you're in the Hartford area, the tri-state or what have you, uh, you, you in Boston and want to come check your man, holla at your boy, man. Come through. It's going to be a fun show. And uh, also, Virginia Beach, I'll be down there the 4th and 5th, Virginia Beach Comedy Weekend. Uh, you can go online, just put in Virginia Beach Comedy Weekend. It's uh, myself, Rich Pierre-Louis, good friend of myself and Calvin yes, and uh, Hugh yes. Moore. And, uh, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you, you uh, please leave comments so, so that we know what you like and maybe what you don't like. I'm thinking you like everything, you know, but I don't mind construct constructive criticism, man. <laughs> don't just come at me, man, I don't like your voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people will just say things. But from what, I, what I've noticed, uh, and, I, and, and we look, and, and obviously you want to see how people respond, and I've seen a pretty good, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of props thus far. Um, you even said, Joseph said that uh, people said we have good chemistry and, uh, you know, uh, looks forward to hearing more of us, so that's yeah. always a good thing. My name was in the comments, the only reason I brought it up. <laughs> I would not have told you about any other comments, I swear to God, I that's, probably wouldn't have. It wouldn't have crossed my mind, it would have been on talk. purpose, but... I only remembered it because my name was in there. I ain't mad at that, man. Real talk. I have no. not mad at that. So, like I said, we have a special guest, a good friend of mine, Calvin Fowler. Calvin, I actually remember Calvin. Calvin used to dance on Club MTV. That's right. Oh, let's get, I it, took let's it. get it. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. <laughs> or it's not. I'm sorry. The grind? The grind. The yes. grind. I'm sorry as he rolls his you would, eyes. You would date me if... Right, you okay. Club, Club MTV. MTV was yeah. late 80s. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it, was yeah. the, it, was, it was the grind with Eric Neves. 
Eric Knees. You had Eric Knees Jenny, Jenny from the real world. Jenny McCarthy. Dave Chappelle hosted. He had a lot. Hell of even hosted. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of different people host that show. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's I remember Calvin. So Calvin comes from the. He was a dancer. Were you? Would you consider? I was not a dancer. You were I, just on the show. I dancing. like to have fun. He was having fun and dance very close to the young ladies. That's I, all. You can't be mad at that. It was, it. It, was, it was the early nineties. Yes. It was the place to be. And Free loving. Free loving. <laughs> Calvin had. Calvin used to have blonde dreadlocks. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I Calvin did. had blonde dreadlocks. Blonde dreadlocks. Blonde dreadlocks. Yeah. I look like Shannon Briggs, like a, a miniature Shannon Briggs. But here's what's funny: didn't Shannon Briggs, the Shannon Briggs, the boxer, actually didn't he accuse you of, st- of trying second. to Wait jack his style, you, or was that just you, a story? Were you there? Because this was that um the uh, Def Comedy Jam. Taping. I feel like I was. That was the tapings in '95. That's weird that you said that. That was that was the, the that was the uh, he the year looked at I me taped. Kind of funny and said something weird, and I was just like, "What do you say?" I'm gonna punch this guy in the face. Um. But he was a boxer. He so was a boxer, didn't. so I did not. Do better. I did not. I thought about it. Um, no, actually, I went to a fight at Madison Square Garden. The guy, some guy, thought I was Shannon Briggs because he really? was sitting behind me. Oh, dang. And I was like, no, I'm not Shannon Briggs. Oh, that's funny. I'm not that guy. But he did say something. What did he say? Sideways to me. He was kind of like, I hate when people try to take my style or something. Something crazy. Right, some, right, right. Something sad. As if you're the only person. I'm just as like, if he was the only dude, person that could man. have. Blonde dreads and and pierced nipples. No, I'm just playing. Whoa. I'm just, so I'm just playing. playing. Was blonde he dreadlocks common? It, it wasn't not, common, but people it did it. People, I'm sure. I'm sure you weren't the only two was, people no, that had popular. blonde dreads. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't popular. Braids. Yeah. I thought about getting braids. I, I am not surprised <laughs> that you thought about having. Didn't you say you had braids in like eighth grade or no? Cornrows? Was, you no. just had the, the no. Sean John sweatshirt. No, I was. I mean, I was. Dressing, I was influenced by Allen Iverson so right. much that I dressed exactly like him. In and all vanilla this. ice. Definitely not vanilla ice. Not vanilla ice because you always defend him. I, I defend vanilla ice against Arsenio <laughs> in that one thing. Yes, I do. Not a vanilla ice fan, but I stick up for him when I see someone trying to be a, right. a bully you can't, on a you can't, late don't, night talk don't show. Don't bully Rob Van Winkle is all, all Bessie's <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Still defending vanilla ice live. in the 80s, yeah, yeah. whenever that was. So, yeah, no, blind dreads weren't popular, but my, my point is that I'm sure you and Shannon Briggs weren't the only people on the planet. I wouldn't say that, that but I didn't come across a lot of people who had right, the no. same hair. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess he felt a certain way, and I right. I didn't give a damn. Right. Yeah, you know, he, he survived it and so did He was a horrible boxer, so I have to say. You, <laughs> you can they, say that 15, well, did, 17 did, years later. Didn't, uh, <laughs> you can didn't that old guy, man George guy. Foreman, knock him out? Did Foreman knock out Briggs? Yeah, I think so. I think you might be right. Yeah, he did. He won. I know he won. Yeah, well, you know. Okay, Foreman. Ask you questions? Oh, I'm, just, I'm just curious because it's going to be on my mind all the time. Yeah. So how do you know Ben Osborne? Well, hold on, magazine? hold on. Let me... Oh, let you me want to bring him up? Be, I'm bringing him up to speed. So okay. Calvin... Now, uh, do you mind? I can, I can mention your sister, right? Calvin, yeah. we all knew... That's fine. We, no, we all knew Calvin because Calvin's sister was one of the um, original cast members on uh, Uptown Comedy Club, uh, the the both the uh, the actual club and then the actual the TV show. I first met uh, Rhonda uh, when they were on tour upstate when I was mm. in college, and so uh, Calvin was always around. And Calvin always he was he was a big like you could, he was a budding uh, aspiring I should say an aspiring filmmaker. You um you say you shadowed. I don't know what I was at that time. I was right. just running around and, and trying uh, to find your way. Find, find my way at that find at that way. point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, now currently Calvin <laughs> Calvin uh, is a filmmaker, um, director. He's he's a, he actually um, he he shot shot me a bunch of times uh, performing live. And but even bigger than that, here you run down your credits. Um, I know oh, he has this documentary that I, I'm sure Vessi will have a, a, a heavy interest in. So you you run it down. Yeah. Well, right now, you know, I'm, I'm working on a documentary. I've been working on this documentary yeah. for years. Yeah. I was gonna say right now. Yeah. Yes, it's a it's a, a work in progress, um, a, a labor of love, yeah. so to say. It's called um, Jordan Heads. It's a documentary about Air Jordan sneakers and people's fascination with the shoe. Right. Not the man, but the shoe, because the man has been removed from the game for 13-plus years now, and these sneakers are still thriving, and it's like right. they have a life of its own, right. and no one's wearing these shoes on court, and it's like, why are they still selling? So I've gotten... Uh, a crazy response uh, over this film. So basically, like, you know, every time I interview somebody, they'll say, you know, I know somebody else who's got this crazy collection. You need to meet them. So it's a never-ending project. And, and I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. And, and, to stop. And, and also, can I just say, as his friend and also a fan, did I, I think I've, I've seen, like, rough edits of it. We've been saying we've been saying now what feels for what feels like at yeah, least it's, five it's five plus years, Calvin. Because we're all artists. You're you're a comic. I'm a comic. You're yeah. you're a filmmaker. There's a point where you write a joke and then you say, you know what? I'm gonna throw it out there. Yeah, you yeah. know. And Calvin is this perfectionist. I'm like, dude, let them. We want them to come out with it before someone else says. You know, I'm gonna do a. Uh, Jordan documentary. Well, you know, it's funny. I've been waiting for that, to be honest with you. And they have. People have. Right, but... It's coming and it's fizzled. You've, you've gone to... I mean, you've... This dude is going to Japan. He's yeah. he's traveled worldwide and, and, and gotten this rare footage from people that are heavy Jordan head... Uh, Jordan heads, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we're like, dude, let the movie out. He did, he did a, another doc on uh, the, the Michael Jackson show. Oh, yeah. Which which was which was uh that was fun that was yeah lots of fun lots of fun <laughs> tell tell people and about and people that. can see that actually at mjshow.tv yeah it's a uh, documentary um, of sorts um, I don't want to give too much out I'd rather people just check it out and see okay it and, okay and, and get their own but it was, uh, can you give a, a one oh let's line just, let's just say synopsis. I, let's just say I, I shadowed Michael Jackson for a day yeah. and and uh, hilarity ensues yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that, uh, one. that one was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell what what about your history? Well, most recently, and this this I was I was very proud. I'm always proud of of any of my people when when they're doing something a positive and b progressing in their uh, in their career. He has a, a film company, Daydream Daydream Filmworks, and uh, you recently were commissioned by uh, Essence Magazine. Yes, Essence to Magazine. Do... It's really funny because I remember my sister Rhonda uh, having a subscription. And her teens, you know, getting Essence yeah, magazine coming every every week or whatever, or month, and I'd be like, "Wow, this is crazy! Some beautiful women. This is nice." And for those that don't know, because we have we we have listeners from all walks of life uh, worldwide, oh, yes, <laughs> and so for those that don't know, the, uh, there are certain magazines in the black community uh, that the the people in the rest of the world may not be familiar with. Essence Magazine, Ebony Magazine. Uh, you notice a, a constant motif. Black people like the letter E. 
And so Essence, Ebony. <laughs> but Essence, Essence and Ebony is pretty, pretty up there, isn't it? Most I, people I would be they, aware of that. I think they are, but I, I guarantee you I could go somewhere in the Midwest and someone would say, oh, yeah, okay. Essence Magazine, what is that? Because it's, it's definitely on the shelves. It's, it's, you go it's to a 7-Eleven, it's out. Yeah, it's, Ebony it's, especially, I would Ebony, think. I feel Ebony like I've seen so Ebony than, in a lot, than, of, yeah, even Jet. a lot of crazy places. Jet is, out, Jet there. is out there. And that's not to... I don't want you... I, I mean, it's not as well-respected as King, but... <laughs> but <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Go to the Midwest and SA. Hey, you see the... King? I got Buffy the body. And that... I didn't say that to insult anyone. I just wanted for for the one person that might be listening the that is not familiar with, or the races, whatever, um, that the doesn't racist. know what Essence, <laughs> Ebony, or Jet Magazine, these are these books are, are these magazines or magazines that were popular uh, in, in black households and maybe the rest of the world too. But specifically, I know in my household, we had a... My mother actually... Uh, my, I actually modeled in Essence when I was a kid. No. My mother, my mother had a cover. My Let mother, me see that, My man. mother had a cover. I'll, I'll, I'll let you see it. My mother with a big bush... On the cover of Essence magazine. You were on the cover. Of no, Essence my mother magazine. was on the cover of Essence. Oh. I was in a Sears ad, okay. which one day I'll post on. Uh, Your mother's on, on the cover. Of Essence. She, she had the. Cover. I have a whole bunch of like uh, my mom's had covers. I, she was you. on the cover. She, my mother, With a mom, bush. My mother had a big, Whoa. giant bush on the cover of Essence. This magazine. is wild. She I don't want to. Huh? Yes, she was a model back in the day. She had the big bush on the top of her head, Bessie. This is my mother. You didn't get that? You I, didn't I, get that? I, I didn't get it because I didn't want to. Because it's my dukes we talk about now. You're about to get serious, man. No, so um, yeah, she she was on the cover, but um this Essence magazine. Uh, was 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 almost like our time magazine. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, or it's the our, premiere. I am so, I am so well, no, it's, it's the lowest common denominator. I know. I know. I accept it though. It's who I am. I'm all into those jokes. So yeah. Right. But Essence magazine is the premier yeah. magazine for Black women. Yeah. 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 Globally. Globally. Like like you like you see how like like how a show like say a love and hip hop. Uh, oh, you New can't York is that. no, no. That, listen, let let me finish. Loving hip hop to ratchet chicks is what Essence magazine is to black women worldwide. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's the the news sources when when sisters. If you go to a black hairdresser right now and they don't have Essence magazine stacked up, don't get your hair done there because yeah, it's not they're they're fraudulent. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And so. Uh, so, so you you were commissioned by Essence. Continue. Yes, I commissioned by Essence to um, do uh, a few things of sorts. Um, they have two events that take place, which is the Black Men in Hollywood, okay, and Black Women in Hollywood. Black this women, right. This is this was leading up to the Oscars. Yes, okay. Black Women in Hollywood. They this is their seventh. Um, um, this is their their seventh uh, annual annual event, okay. and this is their first annual first annual event for the Black Men in Hollywood. Um, the Black Men in Hollywood um, paid paid tribute to seven filmmakers in Hollywood. Um, you had, hopefully, I remember this: um, Spike Lee, Tyler Perry, Steve McQueen, um, uh, Lee Daniels, Wow, Malcolm Lee. Um, um, you gave uh, us five. That's five. A, I'm Singleton? impressed that you remember uh, the Singleton, five. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Okay, that's it. And uh, Ryan Coogler. He directed uh, uh, Fruitvale. Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale. Yes. So Fruitvale Station. For those of you to, <laughs> that haven't seen that movie, excellent, movie. excellent that, movie. That movie. You guys would dig it from a filmmaker's perspective. I, I, what about uh, DJ Pooh? 
Not he wasn't he was not well, in, the, in the ring. Well, shout out to Boo because yo, Friday is classic, man. Dean, was I asking a serious question or not? I, I, that I, was a serious question. Was, that was actually a serious question. Yo, no, no, no. I, I movie, think the he should be underrated. Shout out <laughs> to DJ Pooh. Loves the Wash, man. Shout out to DJ Pooh and Friday. Pooh co-wrote Friday, man. Hey, yo. man. Friday in the Wash. Friday still stands as one of the most successful uh, 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 independent films ever. Cause yeah, because it was it, it was cheaply shot and made so much money. I think it was, I think the budget was like two million. Well, it was like one point five million, and, and it grossed at the time like thirty million in in the box office. That's 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 ridiculous. Well, being that they're not doing one with Chris Tucker because he seems like he's not going to be on board for anyone in the future. Aren't they? I thought I thought they were going to. I don't he's think thinking that's about happen. it. I think it depends kind of on the money. Depends yeah, on, where the, on where whether or not he's still in tax has them. some tax issues. And I, you know what's funny is I've I've known Chris Tucker since like the sixth grade, uh-huh. and I remember him back then going because I would say, "Well, when's the I ain't next, never gonna need no the money. next thing?" You know, "When's the next yeah. thing?" And he was just like, "I haven't found the right script, right script." And I found Jesus. Yeah, and then since then, it's really only been you know he did the Rush Hour two. He's been with Michael Jackson three. a lot too. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I, see, I that's the so. thing I think what people didn't realize. People were like, even me, I was like, "Oh, you know, I want to see him work. I want to see him work. Yeah. You know, because he's so talented." But I think he enjoyed not being on a set. And being able to do anything he wants, anything. he's getting on a plane with Bill Clinton on the Air Force One. He's right. going to hang out with Michael Jackson. You can't. I, I would see him at every NBA Finals, every All Star Weekend. But, uh, you can't do that if you're. So on this set. was not a joke that you knew him since sixth grade. No. Okay, so I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, you gotta listen to the earlier podcast. Okay, gotcha. No, gotcha, no, not gotcha. at all. It's just, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. So I would see him at these constant events, and I realize, you know, a lot of people. If you're on a set, you know, you can't. You can't go to. Events. He would be saying like he'd be coming from a, to an All Star Weekend and being like, "Yeah, yesterday I was at Sidney Poitier's birthday party and all oh, these yes. things." I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, Sidney no. Poitier was there as well. I and was he, talking to Sidney yes. Poitier, and and it was held at Tyler, per- Tyler, Tyler Perry's, Perry's house. House. That must private, be small. His pri- yeah, ah. <laughs> his private ah. his private residence in Beverly Hills. So yes, and he didn't allow uh, photography. So uh, too much Tyler photography. Perry, yeah, there was, was very limited. Yeah, I think so yes. about his, uh, <laughs> his surroundings. But that's, a, that's yeah. the thing with uh, just going back to to what you said yeah, about please. Chris Tucker. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, and I'll let you finish. I couldn't imagine not even if not getting on set, just getting on stage. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so addicted. But it's not like Eddie Murphy as well. Huh? Like he's well, at least Eddie's working. Not now though. He's not. Well, really, I mean, you know. um. As far as movies, currently, but I, but but also in in fairness uh, to Eddie and to Tucker, Eddie Murphy's been working for the better part of a quarter of a century. Whether you whether True you liked that. the True movies that. or not, yeah. he stayed working. He wasn't working stayed on active. stage, but he There's stayed working. And you you always would see him out and There's about, even yeah. even if he was just uh, in the, in the Laugh Factory, or the Comedy Store. You saw him going out, look, watching comedy, yeah, because yeah. you're a fan of it, man. You'd see him on Santa Monica Boulevard at night. Hey, man, wherever you see him. Well, that's that's Bessie talking, not me. <laughs> I don't want to... I, mean, <laughs> I love Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy, too. I have an Eddie Murphy <laughs> story. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, let me put this I was going to say... No, I, but what I was going to say about Tucker is, is that at least... Oh, as far as... But he's the only person, though, I don't know if people realize, as far as a businessman, what he did that no one else has accomplished by doing the least amount of movies that he went from... I think about three or five million from Rush Hour One to twenty, right, right, and then to twenty-five, yeah, yeah. which I don't think anyone has. With well, that, that was also the product of, work. of that was True. that was. You can you can almost look at it comparatively to the to the music industry at the time. That was at the time when they started offering people 
those twenty million dollar deals, you know, in the in the, at the turn of the millennium, um, you started seeing. First of all, the the general public started knowing what people's uh, earnings were, you know. But then on top of that, you had, uh, you know, say you had the twenty million and higher club, you know, Will Smith, uh, Tom Cruise, Schwarzenegger. Uh, and, and Tucker. So, and that's not to take away from. Uh, I'm saying it took them from, more of more movies to get well, to took, where he not got. Not only did it take them more movies, but they also this they were they all came out at a time when Eddie Murphy was was on on the cover of Newsweek as Mr. Box Office. They weren't paying people twenty million and Samuel Jackson uh, a, a pop, you know, and and Sam Jackson. I mean, there there are other people to add to that list, and then Julia Roberts, I think, was on the list Something, as yeah. as one of the only women that could command that. But and that's now since dwindled. Now you're hearing um you're hearing uh, about actors that are taking pay cuts because they'd rather work, you know. And and I I liken it to the music industry because uh in, in from about ninety five to two thousand three. Before Napster and before the 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 music music industry sort of uh, crashed, and I could be off with my years, but those were the years of the the hip hop artists really selling you know selling records you know so you you had cats that were now going double and triple platinum. You had Ja Rule's first album might only sell a million, then by by Veni Vedi Vici he was selling three and four million. You know, and and so, now and, he's struggling to get Twitter followers. But, but that's everybody. Ringtones too at that time. You know, ringtones. ringtones but that's everybody. So so uh, every every rapper at the time from uh, Eve was was selling records. Everybody yeah. that came out was selling records. But then the industry, what in my opinion, what happened was the industry. Wound up, uh, they got greedy. Uh, CDs that you had been paying $10, $11 for suddenly were 18 to 20 plus dollars for a CD because they gave it a different packaging. Mm. Um, this piece, this, this, this material piece of product that really only cost maybe, uh, if you just had Two the cents. CD and, and the, and the a regular case might have cost a dollar, but then if you wanted, uh, you know, the lyrics printed out. And your your credit sheets and everything that all adds to the cost, but the CD shouldn't cost more than two dollars. They marked marked it up to twelve. Okay, twelve I can do. You marked it up to twenty twenty dollars. People figured out another way. So that's why now they're they're dealing with the issues of people illegally downloading and well here you know what we'll file share you know so th- so that was my point with regards to Chris Tucker. He he definitely earned and deserved to make the twenty million a movie because. Uh, in a short period of time, he went from uh, you know, say a movie like Friday to uh, produce. He produced Money Talks, which a lot of people don't realize. He he was Charlie Sheen's boss on that movie because he produced that. And then uh, then you had I'm sure he still had no control over him. Right, right, right. I mean, he's Charlie Sheen. You know, that's 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 no that's way you could keep Charlie yeah. Sheen under wraps. Right, right. Uh, and then the Rush Hour series, which blew up, and then. Made made them say yo. Which people we, don't realize we, that was offered to Eddie Murphy first, Rush Hour One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, turned yeah. it down. He decided to go do a uh, more <laughs> creatively satisfying film called Holy Man in Florida, Holy which man. I will say is a, being a fan of Florida. When he broke it down with like, hey, would you like to go around LA doing karate, or hey, let's go to West Palm Beach for the summer? I kind of see what he's saying, especially yeah. being yeah. Eddie Murphy at that time, but. <laughs> I think that was I kind of a funny thing. But I've never seen someone more... I mean, again, I'm not in his personal life, but yeah. I've never seen someone more happy than Chris Tucker going around Turn and just around. enjoying celebrity. Right, right. And I've never seen someone out of the limelight for so long and not in movies consistently still have the same superstardom 
yeah. wherever he goes as if he's in every movie right. every summer. That's no like one. Puffy. Yeah, there's not many people that can right. carry that aura. The yeah, only people I can think of as far as comedians besides Chris Tucker that do that without working is, you know, Chappelle. But right. other than that, right. I can't I think, think of anyone. Friday, uh, not Friday, but um, Bro Friday and um, the um, Jackie Chan uh, movies, um, they live forever. They're so... They're so because they're timeless, because yeah. not only Those are they classic timeless, movies. they're classic, but Which they ones? also they, the, um, they uh my, the um I'm blanking on the name right now. Oh, oh, the um Rush Hour. Rush Hour, yes. Yeah, one and two are <laughs> I love. Yeah, you didn't go with three. <laughs> you know, I you like that, a little older. That tall I mean, dude you know, throwing I them think, around. I, I think they know that too. I mean, I just right. think the Yeah, it just didn't have it didn't look like there was any input from anyone right. who did comedy. Uh, I, see. I think right. I think, you know, it didn't seem like Chris probably... I mean, I think if Chris had like injected his kind of maybe jokes into the script, right, I yeah, think he yeah. did with his acting, but I don't yeah. think it was that strong. Rush Hour 1 and 2 I love, and Money one Talks is a yeah. classic to me. Money dope. Talks is and one of my favorites. And then it's also, there's something about watching watching Cats. Uh, like, remember when uh, Cop 3, when Beverly Hills Cop 3 came out? Or even uh, even another 48 Hours, and Eddie, Eddie was a little heavier... And so now you're seeing the dude that you're used to seeing being slick and, and, and cool, just a little heavier. He became Elvis. I'm not going to say bloated, but he said Elvis. But Elvis. The, you're, you're looking at them, you're like, ah, oh, damn, man. Because like that's, that's needed, your like, hero. to get on a treadmill like Well, before. the same thing with, 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 with Tucker. If you watch Rush Hour 1 and 2 and then you see Rush Hour 3, I'm not saying, and he wasn't he, by no means anybody's fat, but he's heavier, he looks older, he's moving a little slower, the kicks aren't as... <laughs> Are, 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 are as, as concise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those all those things feed into how people. I, mean, I think you just miss. You sometimes miss certain things. Like yeah, I think because yeah. I I see. Well, we're talking about Beverly Hills Cop three. No, well, I'm, He's I'm comparing saying, three to uh, I'm the comparing three. Beverly Hills Cop three and a, another Forty Eight Hours with uh, with Forty Eight Hours and Beverly Hills Cop one and two and. Okay. So, and comparatively, using those in comparison to... I'm not even talking storyline. I'm just talking uh, uh, aesthetics-wise. And then looking at Chris Tucker in Rush Hour 1 and 2 and Money talk versus, Talks versus Chris Tucker... Did I say Chris Rock? Um, no, Chris Tucker. Okay, and versus Chris Tucker in, uh, in Rush Hour 3, which is a decade later. Yeah. And he looks a decade older. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I, I do miss the. I think, but I think we're always like that because we like movies yeah. and we're like associating uh, emotion to it. So it's like right. we like and someone in that yeah. time, yeah, that's true. and we don't like to see someone get older. Well, you don't right. want to see Jordan right. playing on the Wizards. What'd you yeah. Say? yeah, yeah. You see Jordan playing the Wizards, and you're right. like, you're oh, like, like, right, right, right. like really stretching to do this yeah. one-handed dunk. It's like, oh wow, <laughs> wow, guy. yeah, like seriously, right, remember the good old days? Yeah, no, yeah. No. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, you miss you there. miss that. There's something yeah. there's something nostalgic, I think, yeah, in that yeah. era of and you know, you also see Chris Tucker now, he's I mean, he's almost forty now and he's yeah. you know, he dresses almost 40. He is forty. Is he forty? Yeah, okay. He better be forty. Okay, well I'm just saying I just miss <laughs> like, you know, now he's I guess so you the still era want him has, younger. No, I still do. I do. I do because when I saw him, especially as a kid, it's more emotional. You yeah, know, it's not yeah. like I grew up on Chris Tucker, so yeah. I would see him all the different clothes he would wear. He would switch it up. One night he'd be in a suit. Other night he'd be in a jean jacket outfit with right. shades, do rag, and headband on his head and neck. Right. And now I see him in like <laughs> nice suits. blazers and yeah. coats. You know, right, and I'm right, like, right. 
hey, can we go back to that? <laughs> yeah. I miss that, you know? Right. I, I still dressed in the same clothes that went out of style up right. till three years ago because I was so emotionally influenced So you're saying you preferred, you for, you preferred Pitbull when he just wore scullies and do-rags as opposed to this new tuxedo. I, I wouldn't even tuxedo bring Pitbull into this conversation. <laughs> God, help us. Jesus, Pitbull. Hey, man, I don't I even know one Pitbull song. People. Oh, God. Do we go from Chris Tucker to Pitbull? I know Pitbull? you want me. I like Pitbull. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to Shaggy at this point. Jeez. Shaggy is no, dope, Shaggy's son. better than No, no you can't compare. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't compare Shaggy. I do like Shaggy. Shaggy is dope. Shaggy went diamonds. No, Shaggy is dope. Clean diamonds, so. But, you know. You sell 10 million. 10 million. You go diamond, you done did some dirt. No, no, Shaggy's I watched him man. perform uh, one time. It was, it, was, it was actually really entertaining. Shaggy's yeah. entertaining. I no, saw him at cool. Prospect Park uh, last summer. I seen him at the supermarket last week. Okay. No. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're working on the essence. Uh, yes. You'll notice we, we go on the sides, but it's we fine. always come totally back. It's fine, man. I get that. That's, that's totally, yeah, essence, working with that, and um, whatever else I've been working on. Now how they how they get in contact with you? How 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 did uh did they they like see your resume? Cause you you've shot a lot of hip hop videos. So you've yeah. shot a lot of like R and B hip hop artists. Uh. I actually have a video out now called For a Price. It's uh, for an artist called J Rom. It's a really dope video. It, okay. it pays homage to the eighties and okay. uh, booty shaking. Nice. And this dude so plays like yeah, this guy plays like ten instruments and he's playing all the instruments. And he's like the band himself, and he's like he's just up there, and he's playing the guitar, the drum, the bass, you know, like, and he's his own band. So, so it's, yeah. it's so reminiscent of uh, Heya. Hey yes. Yeah, okay. We, we're going. We're paying homage to Heya. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But with with booty shaking. I can't be mad at that. Yeah, can't be mad yeah, at I that. can. I cannot yeah. be mad at that. Okay. What are some hip hop other music videos you shot? Um, I did some videos for Smith and Wesson. Um, I did a video for uh, this Buckshot. artist, Buckshot, um, Smith and Wesson. I did a video uh, for um, this artist called. Um, I'm blanking on the names. Um, so many videos. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Gensudine. Gensudine did a song with um, Lars Professor called Forever. Um, and I, you know, paid homage to the old school hip hop. I, I hate to call it old school, but it's the true school. It's yeah, it's the original know, school, the original, the, the OGs of it all. Um, that was a lot of fun. I did a lot of music videos, um, but I'm trying to transition into doing more commercials now, and you know, um, yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, not trying. Yeah, it's, it's happening. It's happening. He's no trying. Yeah, and I actually did it. I actually did two spots for uh, Magic Johnson's network. Arise. Aspire. 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 Yeah, Aspire. Um, doing some profiles on, you know, uh, two uh, Olympians and an actress. So that was fun. I, I really like the idea of doing what, that. So when people see your work, right. they're like, hey, you know, like Dougie Doug reached out and was like, yo, I, I saw your... Your spot is right because you've known from... Dougie Dougie Doug, uh, very funny comic uh, slash actor. He he was on uh, Cosby on on Bill Cosby's CBS show called Cosby. Yes, uh, you a lot of people might remember him from Cool Runnings. I am feeling very Olympic today. Cool Runnings. Cool, ru cool Runnings about the uh, Jamaican bobsled team. I just saw Dougie uh, last week. I don't know. What was it hanging with the homies? Uh, hanging. Wow, hanging hang, with the hang, homies. homeboys. Hanging with, with the, the homeboys. Boys. That's, that was a sitcom <laughs> from back in the <laughs> That was that was ABC money. That was yeah, like yeah, early. ABC that did. was early. 
And, and he was he was like one of the first cats. Mr. From Cooper, the Mr. That, Cooper yeah. was first, and then they came on. Right, right, right. So right, that was like right, that yeah. was big. That was big. Yeah, 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 man. And and so you're, you're working. Did on you know that, Mr. Man. Cooper had the uh, set from Deceivers? From Growing Pains. Growing Pains. He was in that set. That was his set. The set from Growing Pains when. But Mark it wasn't Curry actual went, like. Right. They, know, they, 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 they use. That's so funny. You guys said you, that. You were hanging with Mark Curry. I've known Mark since a kid. Yeah. What's going? No, this is this is a joke. This is, this is a, I don't I don't understand. I was like, this uh, kid shit, man. Like, uh, well, I mean, Mark Mark actually when he was filming a show called Cold Pizza for ESPN, he took me all around LA during LA All Star Weekend yeah? with him everywhere wow. we went, like from and I was in tenth grade. And he took me this around. This is really, him. this is real, man. Yes, this is true. Yeah. How the fuck is this? What do you mean? He, he took me around. I, I, he just, I'd met him a year he's, before. He's not serious. He's dead serious. Yeah. I, I, and I, but it's funny that you just said Mr. Cooper because that show hasn't been brought up in a while and he was just hosting at Gotham. I love that show. And I hadn't yeah. seen Mark in like, I don't know, maybe a couple years, yeah. maybe three. And uh, yeah, so I just, I was hanging with him in, in the city. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. He was Cooper. hanging with Mr. I was Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. We, I hadn't seen him in so long. He almost didn't even recognize me. And, wow. Uh, and uh, it was good to catch up. But yeah, he took me around LA, like, every, I mean, to hotel, interview, arena, everywhere. He was telling people I was his runner because I didn't have like the proper credentials. <laughs> And uh, yeah, my father yeah. thought Mark was gonna like adopt me. Like yeah. I was everywhere. It was like probably one of the best times of my life. But yeah, Mark is like a dope dude. And uh, now that I'm doing stand up, which has come like full circle, right. he was like, "Oh, when I come back to Gotham, I'll have you open up for me," which nice. I hope happens. That would be awesome. Oh, so I just what, saw him on Gotham actually. He was hosting Axis. Axis, yeah, Axis yeah, yeah. TV. Saw that. And you know what? I, we lost touch after he had that unfortunate incident of right. uh, the accidental catching on fire. And then his like you know his number changed and I kind of hadn't heard from him in a well, long was, time. Wait, but catching on fire. He had a he dropped an arrow, like, uh, like a can behind a, a washing machine and it sparked. It was like a rare thing. That's and it, very the fire. So what was that? I never knew exactly what he dropped a what. It was either, I, I don't like know Richard what type Pryor of can type. it was. It was some type of can that's flammable and it oh, dropped wow. on the back of the washing machine and it sparked Damn. and it flew him back. Wow. And. You know, he went through a really difficult That's time. Yeah. And he actually doesn't, you can't really tell that he had it, but I think in the moment, the way that he looked, you know, there was even contemplations of, he was like, I don't even want to be around anymore. Right, and then right, people right. like Bill Cosby and Sinbad visit him, and he, you know, felt better. And then I think he took off for a while, and then he started to do stand-up, which Mark is, to me, one of the funniest stand-up comics ever. Mark because yeah. he's, like a, he's a performer. Yeah, he's yo. a performer. He, Can he I just add, oh, let me tell so you good. something. So good. Because uh, Curry's, uh, I, well, he only did one, I think. He did this HBO special, man. Uh, it had to be like 80, I'm going to say like 88. This, and this before hanging with Mr. Cooper. This dude, I, his, his special came out right around the same time as uh, Mark. I, I remember I actually had a videotape with Martin Lawrence's first special mm -hmm. on where Martin did The Fly mm -hmm. and Curry's. Uh, uh, on on the same tape, so they they were around the same era. So this had to be like eighty, maybe maybe ninety, maybe mm -hmm. ninety. Because uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Damon Wayans was around eighty eight. So uh, Cooper or Co Curry and Martin Lawrence were around ninety ninety one, right around when House Party mm -hmm. popped. And that dude, I remember, I used to watch that joint daily because he was <laughs> dude was funny. I mean, he's just it still is he's, funny. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, it was funny because when I saw him. Maybe it was like a couple years ago. I was telling him, I said, Oh, I haven't seen you do this joke in a while. It was some joke. And he didn't even remember it. Uh -huh. It wasn't even that old. 
and then he did it this time around access tv but i i i was mi missing lines from it right and when he came off stage we were talking he was like i was like oh so you did that joke he's like oh, i couldn't even remember the shit and i was like yeah and i was telling him right lines <laughs> i was like hey, you know i think someone like him or you know even you you know you go have a lot of material and stuff sometimes you need someone saying hey remember yeah, yeah, this yeah people will remind you if that's what's funny about um when you when you build a, i guess a catalog of, of material you you want you know it's, it's funny you say that too because Marina, um, a good friend of both of ours, no, <laughs> Marina uh, has a joke, uh, and I used to love watching because I remember when she first started doing it. And it was a joke about uh, she knew this lady didn't like her because the lady <laughs> the lady let her see her smile fade, <laughs> and I remember when Marina first did it, and then I remember seeing her like five six years later doing a longer form set and she did that joke but it wasn't it wasn't as full like if if the joke initially she did it uh years ago and it was like a 3 minute bit it now is like a 40 second bit and she didn't it wasn't seasoned she didn't she didn't add it and she didn't call back on it like <laughs> she did later yeah yeah you know what i mean so if you're a fan anytime you're a fan of somebody even and this could be musicians or or what have you you could love uh watching someone uh in wicked You've gone to see Wicked numerous times, and then you see them. You, you remember when it first premiered on Broadway versus going to see them, uh, you know, ten years later when when it's running. They're, and they they came back to reprise their role. Adina uh, uh, Menzel, or as we all now know her, Adele Dazim. Um, what that was a? You see, that was a reference to the Oscars. No, nothing. Yeah. Travolta. Anyway, so. Uh, so you see them perform it live, and then you're like, "Oh, damn, she didn't do that thing." You want to see it again? Where she, yeah, yeah she, you know, you you're a fan. Absolutely. You should always, you should always stay a fan of whatever. That, 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 reminds, that reminds me of um, Ian Edwards. He has a joke that I love: um, shark attack joke. Oh, yeah, shark attack time, baby. Yeah, that's that's fucking hilarious. Ian's hilarious. Ian's, yeah. Ian's hilarious. Check out. Uh, <laughs> Do a plug Soc for Ian soccer now. comic rant on all things comedy. That's that's a good friend of ours. Uh, shout out to Ian. Well, it was funny you said sets too, because they were right next to the friend set, Mr. Cooper. You know, yeah? Mr. Cooper. Right now, it was on oh, Warner digging. Brothers lot. Oh, okay. And I remember Mark going saying like, "Oh yeah, a bunch of stuck up people with no ass, whole cast, stuck up, <laughs> stuck up, stuck up, bunch of stuck up white people, no ass, not one ass in the group." That's crazy. Because he, he always it's funny because Mark always be slick when he'll be talking, he'll be saying a lot of shit under his breath. Yeah, so like yeah, I'd be yeah, laughing, he'll be funny. talking to somebody. And then be talking shit at the yeah. same time, yeah. like so he'll be saying something like, "All right, all right, motherfucker, keep it moving." And like the other person doesn't hear it, <laughs> hear but we it. hear it. <laughs> right, and right, I right. developed that, and I kept that skill with oh, me through high school. Do you I think do I that? told you, you kinda, yeah. I do it. I don't do it to you because oh, I don't have right. anything negative to say. I mean, of hope, course soon. not. Um, never. Uh, but <laughs> in college, when I during basketball practice, sometimes you know we have the huddle and stuff like yeah. that, or before practice, coach would say something to us, and every now and then my coach, he was a douchebag, he would always say something, try to be funny or something mm. like that. He'd be laughing, and the team would kind of be fake laughing. I'd be fake laughing, but I wasn't finding it funny. So I'd be like, oh, that's really funny. I'm like, I'll kill you. And, <laughs> and, and no one else would hear it. But he wouldn't hear it, but everyone else did. And then the team starts laughing even more, right. and then he thinks he's the one being funny. Right. He's like, oh, wow, I'm really killing here. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'll slit your throat. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, you know, just get the more crazy it got and the more vulgar it got, it was just funnier. So shout out to Mark. I stole that from him. Oh yeah, hey man, Mark Curry was was. I still one of the was, no, yeah. still is. I I really want to see him. Like I know he's doing the Royal Comedy yeah, Tour. Yeah, and yeah. He's doing Crown other Crown things. Royal. But if he would have a if 
or whatever, HBO or whoever give him a special right now, I think people then would, oh, oh it'd wow. Be nuts. It'd be nuts. Well, they'd be reminded of how really, yeah. really that's, good he is. That's what stinks. He needs that right now. Uh, the, the, the world of comedy uh, is sometimes, not even just comedy, just the world in general, um, is that we, we, we have a tendency to, uh, out of sight or out of mind, and so Mark Curry hasn't gotten less funny. You know, he's had more life experiences, so his life has probably gotten even funnier uh, with whatever he's doing on stage. But we have, people have a tendency to say, I ain't, I ain't, where that nigga been? I ain't yeah, seen him yeah, in forever. Yeah. You still, you, you know what people do, especially with entertainers? Damn, where you been? You still yeah. funny? You still hey. doing that? I think, uh, you know, shout out to Mark Curry. We always, uh, we, we joke because I remember when we did Def Jam, going back to Def Jam. Mm. <laughs> he had on this really, sh this wait waiter length fur coat. A bellboy jacket. Yeah, you he had the bellboy <laughs> fur on. And Mark Curry is six forever and a half. This six, dude six, is a giant. Yeah, Yo, he had a funny hat. He has funny things on. He had some weird, like, one of those hats that elk hats when he was in really? New York recently. I think he has it on his Instagram, but he came out with his... I was like driving a Robin back. Hood hat. Because he, yeah, like he came out with his Robin Hood hat, and I was like, Mark was just coming out, and I was <laughs> giving him a damn. ride back to like his hotel. Yeah. And then I finally noticed, I was like, what in? what is that? What <laughs> right. hat are you wearing right, right. now? Right. I was right. like, oh, maybe I got to drop you off a little bit quicker, because this is a weird <laughs> ass hat. I don't know if I was... <laughs> yeah, the 6'6 six, six dude with the hat on, and it's like... <laughs> Now, um, um, Calvin, you you such a uh, good guest. What else, like, because I want to know your history with Spike Lee, man. Mm. Because I know you you uh you and I were talking uh on the ride over here, and you were saying how it's interesting how it's, your relationship with Spike has sort of come full circle. Oh yes, yeah. So how how did you um? Oh wow. How did you start? Or should we <laughs> save that for for uh, next week? Okay, let's close off on that. Let's let's yeah. hear about how you started off. Well, I started at uh, Forty Acres in the Mule uh, Filmworks, which is his production company, okay. as an intern. What year? Around? Roughly? It was roughly around ninety three. Okay, so early nineties. I thought yeah. you were just gonna say early nineties. Yeah, continue like that. Three. Okay. Um, you know, getting coffee, sandwiches, things of that nature uh, for him. Then I rose the ranks to become an assistant. Assistant to Spike. To Spike. Okay. Yeah. So there was like three assistants in the office. You know, one assistant handled this, one assistant handled that. And, you know. How long did um, it take you to, to, to I guess, move up the ranks from intern to assistant? Well, being that, I got, I got good advice from someone who um, was there prior to me. Her name was Ursula Williams. Is she in the she, industry she, now still? She's still, I, yeah, she's definitely still around. I know she's doing, but I know she's doing something. Okay. That's for sure. Um, basically, she uh, said, just stay around Spike a lot. The more he sees you, the more he's going to want you around. Okay. And, you know, they made sure that if he needed something, oh, send Calvin. Make sure he goes. And I don't know why, but they made sure I was in his presence all the time. And so sure enough, it worked. And, um, hey, Spike wants you to come on as an assistant. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. I Is that a doing paid the same assistant? Paid, yes. Versus intern and Versus where the intern, you just... you don't get anything. Right. And which is a great thing that Spike does when yeah. it comes to um, he got peoples. I never. It's pretty wild that you what peoples? Yeah, peoples. Yeah, peoples was a good movie. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I had to use that for something recently, so it was kind of weird. That Did I'm just you see like, the movie? I didn't see it, but I had to utilize 
footage from it. I just kind of skipped through. I so skimmed Calvin through it. just, just I'm sorry. <laughs> on a side note, Calvin just noticed that that I do actually have my attention span is kind of uh, crazy. The original so. title was Meet the Peoples, and then it just became <laughs> Peoples, starring Tyler uh, Perry presents Tyler. Peoples. You know what? I think, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I think having the Tyler Perry presents actually uh, hindered it. No, nah, you gotta have that. I don't. I I think I think that people. I think the movie Peoples, uh, in particular, wasn't like when I think when people look at a Spike, Spike Lee, a Tyler Perry movie, when people Whoa. look at a Tyler Perry movie, uh, they look at a certain certain demographic and they look at a certain type of movie yeah. and a certain type of comedy. Yeah. And watching Peoples, I remember saying, "This doesn't feel like a a, a movie that um that would uh, cater only." To uh, Tyler Perry audience. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so, he, in, he didn't my, like write or No, I know he didn't, yeah. but I think when people, I think there are certain people that if they see Tyler, some people will see Tyler Perry's name above that, a title but, and, and that'll draw them. And some people will see Tyler Perry's name, like Joe, who's waving his hand, but, but that's, and will say, nah, dog, this ain't for me. <laughs> but, but, that, but that's where that you say that, that it wasn't in the realm of what he normally does. Right. But I think by him attaching his name to it the way he did, uh -huh. kind of was saying, you know what? I don't only do Medea, and I no, only and I, do like melodrama. So this I appreciated, else, you know. I, from, from that standpoint, I appreciated uh, Tyler Perry saying, you know what? I'm going to attach my, yeah. attach my name to something... That uh, I don't do normally. Yeah, uh, Tyler Perry. That was a pretty good uh, Tyler Perry. He got game, right? Tyler Perry directed. He got game. Wow. He's oh, trying I to solve trouble. 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 My bad. I guess it was too confused. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. directed. He got game. <laughs> um, but people's. I thought a lot of a lot of people may not. That was a good that Tyler Perry, thought, by the way. Do you know? Did, did you catch? Did you that catch that? Well, let me uh, see it. Let me hear it. It was, it was a little uh, little Tyler Perry uh, impression right there. I've never done him before, but you know. Shout out to Sydney Castillo because Sydney's always he like. He looks like Tyler Perry, actually. Sydney looks a lot Holy like. Holy shit. Yo, go to Sydney. Really, really <laughs> yo, I want anybody that's listening to this, this to go to go look on either Instagram or Twitter <laughs> at Sydney is funny. Uh, Sydney is S Y D N E Y at Sydney is funny because a, a funny uh, friend of ours, uh, Sydney Castillo, he's a comic. Sydney looks just like, looks Tyler, like Tyler Perry, Perry and he hates when people say that, but he does. Yeah. All right. Wait, he, wait, used just, like Will, he used to like Will. He had a Will Smith thing about him early on. Oh, he, uh, he did. Have, Sydney he, did look Will Smith esque early. Early. Younger, Will, yeah. Younger. Young, young, young. Uh, and then he First Prince Will Smith transformed uh, into. Yeah, he's not as muscular. But go, go back to your, your Spike Lee story. Yes, we, we got off. We track. went out. Yeah, we definitely went off track. So I ended up working on numerous films and commercials and music what videos. Films? I worked on... The listeners want to know these yes, things, Yes, uh, I came in on uh, Crooklyn. Okay. My first film was Clockers, um, Girl 6, Get on the Bus, um, and some of um, um, Summer of Sam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you rocked out with Spike for a good five plus movies. Five, yeah, six. yeah, pretty much. And then, and there were documentaries and things like that in between right, right. music videos and commercials. Okay. Um, and I, I, I was a stand-in for uh, two commercials. A Taco you were Bell commercial, Spike Lee stand-in. Taco Bell commercial and a New York Times commercial. He likes you because y'all were the same height. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, but yeah. Well, actually, he likes. He well, related. Yeah. He related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and didn't Spike have blonde dreads for a while? Yeah, Spike yeah, did. yeah. He did. Yo, he went through that his, era. He had the blonde dreads. He had the blonde dreads. Well, yo, you know what? We like you enough 
can can you come back next week and, oh, and, sure. and fill us in? I'll on, spend the night. Actually, of, you know what? That's what's up. that's that's what's up. We we bonded, man. We bonded. Uh, what's your website? Daydreams Film Daydream Film uh, DaydreamNY.com. DaydreamNY.com. Go check out his his website. Uh, do you have a Twitter and Instagram? Instagram Daydream Films and um. Twitter is Daydream Films as well. Okay. All right. So y'all make sure you check out uh, Calvin. Check out his website, man. And keep your eye out because Jordan Heads is going it's coming to... coming out. It's coming. And and Jordan Heads, by the way, is executive produced by actor Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Yes. Okay. Y'all are... Yeah. Y'all are, uh, y'all are cool, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well... Michael Rappaport from Paper Rappaport. Soldiers. Michael, Michael Soldiers, Rappaport yes. from... He's best known from... from Zebrahead. Yes. yes. Yeah, we're Yo, black and white together. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. What's no, crazy know. is we were we were walking in LA somewhere and some sneaker event we were going to and some dude yelled out, "That's that zebra head nigga." It was <laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit, that was hilarious. What did he do? What did he do? We he was, was walking. He was, head. Yeah, he was like, yeah. oh, you mean what, what did he do when he heard that? that? Yeah. Did, no, did, was, we just laughed. We did like, you like the uh, Chappelle show? He's like, yo, he called me. They laughed. No, he just laughed. Like laugh. <laughs> Vessi, where can they follow you, sir? Well, I know I'm just gonna plug the podcast again. Always do that. I gotta promote that. The Callback Podcast, iTunes, yeah. SoundCloud. Uh it has its own Twitter page now, the Callback Podcast. Boom. So follow it there. Boom. Uh that's all I really got to nice. plug. Tim Hurley, he will be on Hurley, in the future. He will be Hurley, he boy. Can you talk to about Hurley, he boy, and what, what inspired that and how it all came about, please? I will. I will remember. I'll write that Because that was one of right my favorite sketches, sentence. man. Like, yeah, and I definitely wanted to ask him about which sketches he specifically wrote since it's not as credited. Or right, 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 right. I, I almost want to went find and bought overalls because of that skit. That skit. Hilarious. Yeah. And they, their humor is like no other people's humor. Like yes. that Sandler, Hurley, he, Fred Wolf, all those guys have kind of that similar Swartzen. Very specific. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, callback podcast. Check the callback uh, podcast. Vessie doesn't want you to uh, want, want any uh, followers to his uh, his Instagram and Twitter. I don't uh, follow many people on Instagram. I'm not getting caught in that trap that I did with Twitter and Facebook. It's like I'm following like eight people on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so, you, so you're what like trap, Louis what C.K.? Trap, what trap was that? Like, what do you mean? Like, like I, I'm sick of, you know, the whole follow back. And, you know, you never, now if I don't follow you back, you're going to unfollow me. And now I'm going to try to get my it's followers insane. up. I just hate it. I know I'm going to get Twitter followers when I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be a waste of time because when yeah. I get 10 million followers, chances are I could probably delete my account at that point. There you go. So it's or it'll be hacked and you got to start a new one. Yeah, I guess. Point. I mean, I hate by, social media, to be honest. By, I think it's a waste then, of time. It, but it's not a waste new. of time if you're an entertainment, no. but it's a waste yeah. in a lot of other ways. Yeah, it, yes. it, definitely, definitely. A detriment <laughs> on life. It, it can be, because you're not, you're not in the moment. You're not living. You need to live life, man. Yeah. That being said, you can follow me uh, at uh, yeah. I am Dean Edwards, because that's who I am. That's on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, please make sure you uh, here, put my sexy voice on before we leave. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, the Father Muckin Protocol. If you're listening, go ahead and click that button, baby. Subscribe. You know, we're on SoundCloud. We're on All Things Comedy. We're on iTunes. We worldwide, baby. We're going to catch y'all next week. It's been a wonderful thing. Big Mike is in the building throwing yeah. up the deuces signs. This means it's time to be out of here. Peace. <laughs>